Just as we habitually hoard old birthday cards and souvenirs, bank statements and receipts, clothes, broken appliances, and old magazines, we also hang on to pride, anger, outdated opinions, and fears. If we're so attached to tangible things, imagine how difficult letting go of opinions must be, let alone opening our minds to new ideas, perspectives, possibilities, and futures. Our beliefs inevitably solidify to be the only truth and reality that we know, which puts a greater distance between us and anyone whose beliefs are different. This distance not only segregates us, it feeds our pride. All of this grasping, by the way, stems from fear. Why are we so terrified of change, strangers, the new or the unknown? Has the world not continually shown us beauty, sincerity, and love through every generation? Are we so focused on the darkness that we no longer see or even remember the light? This is like the never-ending story, if you remember it, where in the minute people stop believing in a reality, it ceases to exist. Love is real, people, and it's all around us. It vibrates beneath every act of kindness, service, art, and family. Fear is also very real. It permeates every doubt, despair, hesitation, hatred, jealousy, anger, pride, and deceit. Habitually contemplate whether your thoughts stem from love or from fear. If your thoughts originate in love, then follow them. But if they originate from a place of fear, then dig deep to find the root of your fear. Only then will you be able to finally let go of it so that fear no longer limits your possibilities. There is nothing to complain about, no reason to be afraid, and everything is possible if we live for each other. As far as I'm concerned, anything not meant to benefit others is simply not worth undertaking. All the happiness in the world stems from wanting others to be happy, and all the suffering in the world stems from wanting the self to be happy. A quote by Shantideva. Training the mind. Your mind is like a spoiled rich kid. You have raised it to think whatever it wants, whenever it wants to, and for however long, with no regard for consequence or gratitude. And now that your mind is all grown, it never listens to you. In fact, sometimes you want to focus on something, but your mind keeps drifting away to whatever it wants to think about. Other times, when you really want to stop thinking about something, your mind can't help it. Training the mind means being in charge of your decisions instead of succumbing to cravings and so-called uncontrollable urges. Can you think of a better method for training a spoiled rich kid than some serious boot camp? First things first. Stop granting yourself everything you crave. Doing so simply conditions the spoiled rich kid to know that it can continue having whatever it wants. Please do not mistake this for deprivation, because that's not what I'm suggesting. You can still have ice cream, for example, but only when you decide to, not when a craving takes over. There is a difference. So when a thought arises, just watch it. Don't react to it. Oh, I really want ice cream. That's nice. See what it's like to want something but not always get it. The first few times that you try to train your mind, you will see the little kid in you throw a tantrum 
which is actually hilarious. But it's understandable. You've never said no to it before. It's time you start. You will eventually notice that you actually have more freedom to choose once you're in control of your choices. It's tricky. I just hope this chapter makes sense. Things turn out best for those who make the best of the way things turn out. A quote by Art Linkletter. <laughs> 